It's time for another power-packed episode of Headspace with Dr. Mike. Each week, Dr. Mike is committed to addressing real life, sometimes polarizing and controversial issues, while offering practical and informed insight. Listen in as we discuss hot topics that matter to us and the communities we live in. What's happening, Headspacers? We are, oh, we are here. We are here. We are here at the beautiful uh, studios of Elevation Global Media in beautiful Towson, Maryland, suburbs of Baltimore. Be more in the house. I got Chris next to me. What's up, Chris? Hey, man, I'm just here trying to be more, as you said. I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's the fellas in the studio today. We got Garrett making sure he mans the one and twos. Do we call them that in in uh, in broadcast work, ones and twos? Or is that strictly a DJ thing? He, I mean, but he's a DJ, so he can, I think it qualifies. As long as you're talking about Garrett, he's always on the ones and twos, even though it's like 18 buttons over there. He's pushing. <laughs> <laughs> I think ones and twos is always good. <laughs> Christy, if you're out there listening, we miss you today. But uh, Miss you, sis. Yeah, but we know that you are doing some good stuff with your work, uh, the job that keeps those lights on. So we definitely not, uh, we not upset, but we can't wait to see you next week. Anyway, there's a lot that's going on. This is uh, Daylight Savings Time starts for us here mm. in Maryland. It starts here uh, tonight. It's gonna be a little rough. It's gonna be a little. It's gonna be. So, how do you feel about daylight savings time? They're trying to get rid of it. They're actually mm-hmm. trying to get rid of it. I actually like it. I think I like it. I, I mean, I don't know whether it's because that's just what we are accustomed to. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't think I want to wake up all the time and it's dark. Right. You know what I mean? Dark right. o'clock. As dark o'clock. But it's nice that like. At nighttime, it, it you know, it's 8, 30, 9 o'clock, and then all of a sudden the lights go out. I just think I like it. Right. I remember living in Ohio at the top of the summer, it would be about 9, 30, 10 o'clock before it actually really was um, dawn mm. or dusk. It's dusk when the first part, dusk to dawn, yeah. So dusk. Dusk wouldn't really hit until like 9, 30, 10 o'clock. That's nice. Because we were right at the the place where technically we probably could go central time, but we weren't. Mm-hmm. So it was like just the way the, you know, where we were sitting in the time zones. Mm-hmm. So it would be late. Like this is the top of the summer. I used to love that. It was great. So, I can't imagine that. That probably yeah. was awesome. It was awesome actually. So I don't know. Maybe it's a nostalgia thing too. Cause you know, you just, it, it just reminds me whenever the, you know, daylight savings time starts, it's when schools get ready to end. Right. You know, the summer's going to start. Right. You know, you have long days and stuff like it that. It does so. kind of signal, and and the spring forward is definitely the beginning of spring. That's you right. know what I mean? Like it, it's a signal of of sorts for different times of the year. That's so. right. That's right. All right. Well, anyway, with that, we welcome you all to Headspace with Dr. Mike. Got a great show ahead. Got some awesome guests as always. And uh, so with that, I want to kind of talk a little bit. Christy usually does this for us, so uh, Christy, you know, you know, don't don't be too upset if we don't do it the head notes section justice. But I mean, we got a lot to talk about in head notes, nonetheless. Starting with coming to America, we're not going to spoil it just yet. Not just yet. Y'all better hurry up and watch Y'all it because next it. week we might get I'm to it. I'm just saying. I'm <laughs> just saying. Look, I have a rule. Like if you after you wait a, a month and don't see something. I mean, at that point, it's on you. It's not a spoiler alert. It's just right. that you are late alert yeah. at that point. Right. You procrastinate. It wasn't a priority to you, and that's fine. Right. So at that point, I'm not going to pay, you know, 
I'm, I gotta I gotta talk about it. Right. So I liked it. Agreed. All right. <laughs> I'm now some people don't aren't like they're saying they didn't like it. Um some of the things I think I was hearing from people was it was too close to the original, but then it didn't have it. I think some people just are nasty and they wanted it to be nasty. <laughs> right. <laughs> they wanted the old, they, they wanted Eddie Murphy Raw to show back yeah, up. Yeah, I think they just wanted some nasty. Yeah, and it's like, that's not even what the first one was like. It so wasn't. I, I really don't understand. For the people out there, listen, everybody, everybody's opinion is subjective, obviously. And for the people out there who didn't like it, okay, you didn't like it, but for the People who were calling it trash, I said this in a Facebook post, for the people that were calling it trash, I really, what they're basing that opinion on, like, I don't really want to know, like, keep your opinion to yourself if you're calling it trash. <laughs> but what could you say was trash yeah. about the movie? There were all kinds of themes, yep. um, black actors working, black studios being used, yep. black man's house being used for the set, like... Yeah, that's Rick, Rick Ross's house. <laughs> I mean, for... I couldn't do it right, but... Let's pause real quick. <laughs> Rick Ross's house? Yeah. For real? I don't. Uh, does that qualify? It's, it's more than a house. When it's that big, nah, can't do, it's an estate it's, or I think I think estate is mansion. Goodness, it was Village. regal. It's, uh, it's that's castle. what it was. That definitely looked like it was the moon. Didn't and I think it? and I think Babar comes with it. <laughs> He's got his own Babar. <laughs> Man, listen. That it was it was impressive. I thought it was. I I, I appreciated it. I thought the story was great. Mm -hmm. It was a great story. I mean, I oh man, it's a spoiler alert a little bit, but I'm just saying they didn't have paternity tests in Zamunda. Not at, in '88, I guess. <laughs> Maybe because that's not. what it would have so, happened. So, but, but nonetheless, you got to go see it. See it nonetheless. Make your opinion. We'll probably talk about it a little bit more because I'm sure Christie's gonna come back and say. It was trash, and because <laughs> she just likes to go contrary to what we say, <laughs> I'm going to pay for that one. So here's another thing that I was, I was talking about is, um, have y'all been following the NCAA basketball stuff? Like, so they're, they're saying we're going to have the tournament this year. They're going to keep it in a bubble. Mm -hmm. But I know the ACC tournament is kind of crazy, so I'm imagining they're having it with other issues Um Duke is out of the tournament, the ACC tournament now right. because of some COVID tests. Right. Um, apparently UVA is out of it now because of some COVID tests. Um, what are your thoughts on that whole situation? Like, how how is that looking? Uh, to me, like we were talking off air, I think that a lot of people have just reached a point in this situation where it's... I, I'm going to use the word complacency. That's not really what I mean. I can't find the other word right now, but... It's just a, a matter-of-fact thing. It's here. It looks like it's here to stay. Mm -hmm. And it just might be something that you get. And I think some people have taken account of that risk and just said, okay, it's a risk and it's one I'm a, I'm willing to take. Mm -hmm. um, and I think they've done that on different levels. And obviously the NCAA has. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's worth it though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think the jury's still out on that. It, it is a little it's a little unsettling to me just to hear that, that people are still getting this deadly disease and it just seems like some aren't paying as attention much attention to it and yeah it seems like moving forward with business as usual is a little fast i agree um at this point and i imagine for like the NCAA when you lose a team like duke or you you lose a uva which both teams have huge following and huge fan bases and now they're out and so you know I wonder how that that trickle down effect is gonna 
affect the whole of, of the tournament, even sure. with it being in the bubble. And it's funny that the NBA, the NBA was able to do it through their playoff season last year and get a champion, but they're, they're, they had their instances too. And sure. we're talking about young, young men yeah. who may not be, you know, as willing to be sit down somewhere and just relax. Yeah. We, th- we think about college. And- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, we're gonna see how that plays out. I do, uh, I do still wish those who are, are still getting infected that uh, I do wish them well and um, that they get a quick recovery. Um, so, whoo, man, celebrity news. Um, can we talk a little bit about J Lo and Alex Rodriguez are done? Dun, 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 dun. I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I didn't think it was gonna last as long as it did. Really? But I was excited for her that it was lasting. I was like, oh, man, she may have really, truly found love. Like right. somebody who understands her, somebody who gets her, and then bam. I'm true. Maybe I'm in a minority, but it just seemed like that union was supposed to have been had. Didn't we, like, 15 years ago, I was like, you know what? Alex Rodriguez and J-Lo should probably date each other. <laughs> it I would be so. a good couple. Sense. Yeah. But they look great together. I mean, they, they did. did. They did. They and did. I think the pandemic, I mean, I, I, I suspect... The pandemic probably has ruined a lot of relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm just, I'm kind of, you know, I try to, I mean, it is what it is, but I, I'm kind of sad that they. Uh, yeah, you want to see people make I it. You want to see them make it. Yeah. So hmm. anyway, I wish I wish them all the best and maybe they'll be able to reconcile. Who knows? I mean, I think, I think it's kind of linked to some kind of relationship that he may have been having with somebody else. So. Can, um, can we, Mike, can, you looking at your phone, I'm looking at us. Can we please bring the viewers into what Christy is saying? Yep, just as this. I suspected. <laughs> Christy made sure she made it known how she feels about, <laughs> can anybody take a wild guess of how she felt about coming to America? Trash! <laughs> <laughs> also, Garrett's not going to say it, but he agrees with it. That was a yeah. two-fist pump that he agrees with that. It's trash. Anyway, I'm sure she's going to have a lot to say about it next week, so we'll leave that one alone. Last little piece, Oprah, Mother Oprah. She did it again. Harry and Meghan. Mm-hmm. Man, I, that was something. That was that was a good tea. I ain't going to lie. I, I, I was... I think because I watched The Crown, mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't okay. taking it off guard totally. So you were already ready for So I was kind of ready for some the of the, the little shenanigans. Mm-hmm. You know, I get it. You know, they were accused, the royal family was accused of having some racist pieces of it, but everybody no. got some racist pieces in their family. Not the royal family. I was just saying. No. I mean, at some point, there were relatives of their family that endorsed slavery, right? Uh, I think all of the the kingdom endorsed <laughs> slavery at some point. I'm just saying. I if, mean, if not, we're the genesis of it <laughs> at a point. So, oh my gosh. I mean, I feel I feel bad for both of them. Yeah. Especially, I like Harry, man. I Harry seems like somebody that I, I could. Too. He seemed real regular. Yeah, like you can hang out with him. You uh-huh. know what I mean? And and for for the things that Megan is dealing with, first of all, shouts out to Harry for standing there with his lady. That was standing, that was definitely something good. Standing up, and um, I, I feel bad for Megan too. And it's, you know, the social media world is like, she's just realizing how they really feel about yeah. her. And it's and uh, the media, oh, and I mean, you can appreciate this being involved in media. The media in UK is on some different level. Different. They're on something totally different. And I mean, uh, I think what really struck me was the fact that he said it felt like history repeating itself. Mm. He watched what happened to his mom. Mm-hmm. He saw that beginning to happen with his wife. Big ups to you, Harry, for standing up for your wife and your family. A mm-hmm. uh, couple of dads in here. We, we're giving you the fish, fist bump because uh, we admire you for that. So, all right, Garrett, do your thing. 
2020 gave birth to a lot of endeavors. Here in 2021, everyone has had to get in touch with their inner producer. Our man Garrett Brace is one of those guys you need on your team. We at Headspace with Dr. Michael, clients of his, as he ensures all of our audio files are crisp, clean, and cool. If you have any audio, video, and even lighting needs, hit them up at GWalt Services on Instagram. Remember, GWalt Services, servicing all your audio, video, and lighting needs. If y'all don't stay tuned next weekend, y'all gonna miss out because Chrissy gonna be back in the studio and something tells me she's gonna be back with a vengeance because she has already made it known that she has some things that she needs to say about what we talked about doing head notes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> so, you know, as we're talking about heads up today, I want to ask you a question. Actually, I want to pose a statement. Is there power in retrospection? I think there is power in retrospection. Um, these past few days have been fascinating because we have been uh, seeing and hearing a lot about the fee- fee- fact that COVID-19 truly started impacting us a year ago. <clears throat> the Today Show did a five-minute package on the news stories of the last year about COVID starting after we first started hearing about it back in 2019. Matter of fact, it was uh, it was very interesting. Um, they actually did a, a whole uh, big uh, feature for about five minutes that basically just the, featured the headlines leading up from when we first found out about it, you know, back in 2019, all the way to a couple days ago when President Biden announced that by May 1st, all Americans, regardless of um, their conditions, their age, as long as they're 16 or older, should be able to receive the vaccine. And they kind of did everything in between. And it was very fascinating to hear how the different news personalities talk about how um, they did or didn't take things as seriously when it first started. Um, even as I was uh, thinking, it, I didn't think it was truly going to be as bad as it's been. Um, one of the interviews with Dr. Fossey, Fauci really stuck to me. He was asked, what do you know now that you didn't know then that you would have impacted the decisions you made and the advice you would have given? I'm kind of paraphrasing a little bit. And, and I really appreciated what he said. He said, while there's always room for improvement, you only can do what you can do with what you have. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciated that because... You know, a lot of times we tend to play Monday morning quarterback, what should have happened, this, this, and this, because we have a lot more information than, you know, the people did at the moment. Mm-hmm. I remember one day I was sitting around, uh, we were sitting around the house with my dad. This was a few years ago, and we were kind of laughing. You know, you re- retrospect, think about um, how life was growing up, and we were kind of joking about some of the, you know, just some of the things that my dad would do, especially with disciplining us as kids, and we were kind of laughing and joking about it. And my dad was... He was a real good sport about it at first. And then all of a sudden, he leaned back. I never forget. He leaned back and he got this real serious face on his on his on his face. And he said, You know, I did the best I could with what I knew. Mm-hmm. And that that hit me. And I appreciate that, first of all. Dad, if you're listening, you know, I want to tell you, I, I really that actually I talk about that a lot. Uh, whenever I'm out speaking somewhere, I reflect on that because that spoke to me a lot because you know, being a dad, I recognize that I'm going to make I'm going to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Eleven years of marriage come May. Oh my gosh, as a husband, I know there are many mistakes that I made. You know, going into it, there are mistakes I'm going to make because <laughs> right. you know we got at least eleven more coming. You know, <laughs> um, but you know, one of the things I appreciate was he did the best he could with what he had, and I really appreciate about that. And and that that moment was my first lesson 
in the power of retrospection. Um, retrospection, I'm sorry, retrospection is defined as simply the action of looking back on or reviewing past events or situations, especially those in one's own life. Um, a man by the name of Milan Kundera, author of Laughable Love, said, we pass through the present with our eyes blindfolded. We are permitted merely to sense and guess at what we are actually experiencing. Only later when the cloth is uh, untied can we glance at the past and find out what we have experienced and what meaning it has. And, you know, that's very powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, I think about the times when we go through situations we don't really know. I think of COVID. We had no clue. It was a disease that we had never seen before. Uh, I think about the fact that I'm a, a senior manager um, at work, and we had never experienced the governor telling all the workforce to go home indefinitely. Mm. And I, I, I'm going back to it. Like, I seriously thought, oh, it's going to be a couple weeks, maybe a month. Like, mm-hmm. this is this is getting a little serious. Mm-hmm. But little did I know that here we would be a year later, we'd still be in this situation. And I look back and like, man, there's some things. How could you have known what to do? Right. right? And so I want to challenge you all as we're going through our lives is, first of all, I want you to give yourself um, – Give yourself permission to have an opportunity of retrospection, recognizing that you're not perfect. The only perfect person I know was a man who walked on water, Mm. turned water to wine, fed 5,000 out of two fish and five loaves of bread. (laughs) And even then, (laughs) he wasn't just a man. He was also 100% God. You know what I'm saying? So unless you have that deity as a part of you, You got to give yourselves permission to make mistakes. We're all going to make mistakes. That's what humans do, right? And then what you have to do is, though, recognize that put yourself in a position where, you know what, I am willing and able to change up, right? Flexibility, right? I'm going to look back. I'm going to take some time to do a hot wash in my life, do a hot wash in my situation, do some retrospection, and um, I think you're going to see some things move forward for you because ultimately what it does is allows us to move towards greater growth. And so that's my heads up for you all today. There is power in retrospection. We invite you to become a sponsor of the Headspace with Dr. Mike show. There are a few amazing reasons for you to become a sponsor. Your sponsorship will help fund future programs and special events. And as a special thank you for your contribution, you will receive a special gift. We will announce safe and secure ways you can sponsor the show soon. Thank you in advance for your support. So here at Elevation Global Media, we are very appreciative of the founder, CEO, uh, the, the, the woman with the plan, Cassandra Ferguson. She has created many opportunities uh, for us to actually be able to get our voice heard. And uh, we're so grateful for that. And our next guest is a person who um, I have known for a very long time. We actually are co-laborers in ministry uh, here in Baltimore. And he is actually uh, a brother of mine in that he actually has his own show uh, on uh, the Elevation Global Media Network. And so I am so excited to introduce to you all the one, the only, Big John 316, What's up, Pastor John Sharon? How are you this morning, brother? 
Dr. Mike. What's going on, bro? I'm doing great, man. How you feeling, bro? Man, we're feeling great. We were talking offline about how this was a day when it was just the guys and the fellas. I mean, I'm sorry, it was just the fellas in the studio. And so we're going to have to set up a time for you to come in and kind of co-host with us because I have a feeling that you, between you and Chris, we may not get much work done that day. Oh, a lot of energy, huh? A lot of energy. A lot of energy. I'd love to come in here and not do anything. <laughs> man, you uh, you you are you're doing some great things, man. You've always been doing some great things, man. I've always admired the work that you do, uh, especially in the community, especially as it pertains to um, your love for football. And you are involved with. Uh, make sure I get this right. FCA Fellowship of Christian Athletes of Baltimore. Talk yes, to sir. us a little bit about that and what it is that you do with them. All right. So, um, awesome, man. Thank you. First, man, let me, let me appreciate you, uh, Mike, and salute you for the Headspace show, man. Um, man, and all the work that you're doing, man, congratulate you on your doctorate, all that good stuff and all the great work that you're doing, Mike, man, I really appreciate you and the wonderful people that you have on your show with you, man. Um, Thanks, you brother. guys are doing great, great work, man. So let's, let's keep it rocking, man. Let's keep man, going. Man, I appreciate that, brother. Thank yes, you for indeed. that. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So uh, the, the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, man, it's a, it's a really old organization, man. It's been around uh, for a really long time. But in Baltimore City, um, what, we, what, what, the, what the Fellowship of Christian Athletes does is it seeks to, to use the, the vehicle of sports, man, to kind of share uh, the gospel of Jesus Christ um with and through the coaches you know to the athletes mm -hmm. so what we do is you know we support the coaches um you know and and through teaching through coaching with the word of god with you know fca bibles um with huddles and things like that and then what we do is we encourage the coaches then in turn to work along with the athletes um to kind of share the gospel of jesus christ to introduce um the athletes to be able to play their game, um, the game that they love, but they can play it for Jesus, to just introduce that into, because it's so much, the game gets so caught up, it gets so convoluted, and everything is about winning mm -hmm. and losing, so much about X's and O's, mm -hmm. but if we can introduce Christ, if we can introduce, you know, God into that in arena, man, it, it, it really just changes the dynamics greatly. Man, that's awesome. So talk to us a little bit about that then. I mean, because, you know, I, th I think I'm hearing some things about how uh, there's there's the ethics and the integrity that kind of comes along with it and seeing that mm -hmm. in sports. Are those, what are some of the things that you're seeing as a result of the, the, the kids and the young, the young men and women that are participating in FCA? Well, so a great question. Um, so what, what it does is man, what it, it takes, it introduces, it introduces in ways that these young people kind of can understand it. Mm -hmm. um, the word of God and it, and it brings in, it teaches them about the fact that everything is not about wins and losses, mm. but you know, cause football really, I'm, I'm a football guy, mm -hmm. but FCA is about sports in general, mm -hmm. soccer, uh, whatever it is, you know, you, any, any, any sport that you're coaching, any sport that you're involved in, it uses that. But what it does is it introduces the idea that cause coaches are, being a coach is one of the most intimate relationships that young people uh, have when they get into certain areas. Sometimes okay. there are things that a kid might tell their coach that they might not tell their parent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so those relations, the relationship between a coach and a young person is a really, really powerful relationship. And so what happens is through the coach, through coaching, through the FCA and things like that, we're able to introduce 
like you said, Mike, ethics, like accountability, um, mm-hmm. things like, uh, you know, making sure that you're accountable for yourself, that you're accountable, first of all, first and foremost to God, but you're accountable for your own behaviors, mm-hmm. um, things like integrity, all of those things, things that the Bible teaches, but we use the vehicle of sports. Mm-hmm. You know, it was one really, really big commercial that was, it was airing a, a few years back, and it was a young man, it was a basketball game going on. And the ball went out of bounds, and it was a very questionable call. And the referee had actually made the call, um, you know, uh, for the team that had actually touched the ball. And the young mm-hmm. man went over to his coach, and he said, hey, coach, I, I, I was the one who touched the ball when it was mm-hmm. going out of bounds. You understand? Mm-hmm. So it's those types of things. But these are the things that we teach, that type of integrity. Mm-hmm. Like if you were the one who touched the ball going out of bounds, it's the right thing to do, to be honest, to be truthful, mm-hmm. to be a person that tells the truth. Mm-hmm. So these are the types of things that we kind of teach, even in the arena of sports, but it just teaches godly principles mm-hmm. in, this, in the sports arena. Oh, man, but that's... it also opens up, you know, relationship between coaches on a whole nother level. Yeah, having, you know, you're, you're sitting here talking to two ath- former athletes, you know, in our own mm-hmm. right as well. And so we can appreciate what you're saying. And, and I think back to, you know, Coach Bush and... Uh, man, Coach Carr on my part, you know, the coaches in my life, you know, in the different sports that I played, and I know Chris is reflecting on that too, so we're totally with you on that. So you have a show on, is it Wednesdays? Yes, every other, uh, it's the second and fourth Wednesday of the month, and it's called Be More FCA Today. Okay. Um, And man, we've been, uh, we've been having a lot of fun with that, brother. We really have. So talk to us about it, because you actually have, uh, you co-host with uh, Stan White, who is, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he's a celebrity in his own right here in uh, yeah, Baltimore, Stan. especially former Colt, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Stan played for uh, a whole bunch of years, man, for the Baltimore Colts. Uh-huh. Um, so and then also got into broadcast, um, you know, for the Ravens for quite some time, man. So he is definitely uh, a treasure. Um, the, the days that he's able to be in the studio, man, I'm really learning a lot from him. Very good. Um, you know, he's, uh, yeah, we're keeping him in prayer right now because he's, uh, you know, taking care of a family member who's going through some things. So we definitely been keeping him in prayer. Um, so he hasn't been able to be in the studio as much as he'd like to recently. Okay. But the show has been, it's been amazing, man. You know, through COVID this year, uh, what we attempted to do was take the podcast mm-hmm. and really um, bring, because, you know, in Baltimore City, the FCA has been around for decades. Mm-hmm. Decades, man. But if you go out and ask the average Joe, like, hey, do you know anything about FCA in the, mm-hmm. in the city of Baltimore? And they'd be like, what is that? Mm-hmm. And so even though it's been around here in the city of Baltimore for such a long time, a lot of people don't know about it. Mm-hmm. And so what we want to do is use the podcast to really bring more exposure to it, mm-hmm. but also, you know, actually expand the platform, you know, um, talk more about it, expose the coaches to it. Um, who may not necessarily be uh, a part of the FCA right now, mm-hmm. you know, because there are a lot of coaches who are not currently involved in it. Okay. So we want to get the coaches involved that, and then also get more exposure with it. My ring just went off. I don't know if y'all can hear that. I hope y'all didn't hear nope. that. Nope, didn't hear it, man. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have known if you hadn't said anything about it. Listen, and, and, and listen, it was going off and it threw my whole train of thought off, man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's all good, man. Yeah. Listen, it's all good. So you have this show Wednesday, man. First of all, I've been I've been really enjoying it, man. It's been awesome for me because I'll put it on my Alexa and listen in 
while um, I'm probably supposed to be paying attention to a work meeting. Don't tell nobody. Um, and I think this uh, this past week you actually had Smash Amos, Adrian Smash Amos, right? House. Yeah, Adrian Amos, yep, from the Green Bay Packers, man. And, um, yeah, starting, I'm sorry, starting strong safety for the Green Bay Packers was in the building, man. And he and I had a really great, and his relationship with the Lord is so strong. Um, but just to kind of, you know, like I, you know, I was sharing with him, was teasing him, like just get all in this business, man. We mm-hmm. went all the way back to his high school days at Calvert Hall. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, went all the way back to his rec ball days when he played at Overly, and um, you know, brought it all the way up until now, man. And to, you know, just talked about his relationship with Christ and the things that he's involved in, man. But we've had some really great guests. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, there's one that I would really love to highlight because this is what it's all about. Mm-hmm. There's a young man named Christopher Gross. Okay. Um, now he's currently at Towson. Mm-hmm. Um, and Christopher was at Coppin. I'm gonna try to give you the story really quick. Okay. Um, Christopher was at Coppin and he was playing for their club team. Mm-hmm. And Christopher is a strong believer. I coached Christopher in, in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I did most of my coaching years at Dunbar High School, and then I stopped. And then, you know, a friend of mine asked me to come and help him coach at Friendship Academy. Okay. So I went up there. So I'm, this is where I met Christopher. Mm-hmm. And so Christopher was a pretty, really good athlete. Left high school, went to Coppin, played on their club team, had a stellar time at Coppin, actually was able to walk on at Towson and make the team. Christopher was our spiritual leader. He was so on fire for God at, at Friendship Academy. We, we nicknamed him Moses because he really was leading so many young people to Christ. Like he was really just, he lived out loud for God Okay. and was involved um, with the FCA and all those things, even at a young age. Mm. But at Coppin, Chris got a big head mm. and Chris began to feel himself. Mm-hmm. And then when he got the walk on situation at Towson, Chris was really feeling himself. Mm-hmm. And Chris was one of my first guests on my, on the FCA Today show. Mm-hmm. And God took football mm. away from Christopher. Mm. And he recognized what was happening. He mm. saw, like, oh, I understand. God took this away from me because I kind of got outside of what I should have been doing. I lost sight of the fact that it's God first. This is mm-hmm. none of this is about me. Mm. And 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 just so happened, he came on the show and he confessed that on air. Mm. He came on the show and confessed it on air and really poured his heart out on the show. And uh, man, but three weeks later. Three weeks after he came on the show and just openly confessed on air to all the listeners, man, Mm -hmm. um, the coach at Towson said, hey, you know, we have a slot left. You know, would you like to be a part of the team again? Wow. And all he could do was give God praise. Wow. And, uh, man, so just these are the types of things. This is what we're talking about, like just how getting involved at a young age, just living it out, bro. Just living this thing out. That is, that is awesome. I like to hear stories Mm -hmm. like that. So you guys, I know you got many more of those stories. So make sure you tune in, uh, every second and fourth Wednesday, one 30 PM Eastern time. Yes, sir. One 30 PM Eastern time. Elevate your life. Talk radio. Mm -hmm. All right, man. Well, Hey, we'll be chatting, man. Love you so much. Thank you for spending some time with us. Thanks for having me. Oh my gosh. You're welcome. All right. Talk to you soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Our world is filled with polarizing topics that land most people on one side or the other. The Headspace with Dr. Mike team isn't afraid to take them on. Monthly, we will invite people on both sides of some of the most controversial topics from the serious to the silly to debate their positions. 
We look forward to charged discussions that will inform and entertain. DM your head-to-head show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook at Headspace DM. Well, you know, I uh, we're, we're, we're sitting here and we, we are halfway, no, we're a quarter of the way through uh, 2021. Mm-hmm. And it's been a little un- uneventful, which we like. Yes, as opposed to last year. <laughs> as opposed yes, to last year, uneventful. We'll take this. But you know, one of the things that um, many people did as they head into you know 2021, mm-hmm. as is the case for many New Years, as we set New Year's resolutions, right? I typically don't do those in January. I typically do those around my birthday time, okay. uh, because that's the year for me. But at, nonetheless, we're sitting here at the you know the, the third quarter. The first quarter is over, pretty much, right? So, you know, the question is, what do we, you know, take an evaluation of where we're at? What do we do moving forward? How do things work? That sort of thing. And I thought, who better than to invite on than one of my health coaches in the name of Leslie Bogash. Leslie, what's up, L Money? Good morning, Michael. Good morning. How is is it down in sunny Florida? We're doing great. Beautiful sunny day. Water is uh, looking beautiful outside. No, no gators um, raining on your parade. <laughs> no gators are, are messing with y'all's day. Oh no! Yeah, no gators today. Thank goodness. <laughs> I would not be sitting outside if they were uh, anywhere in the vicinity. <laughs> not my thing. <laughs> so Leslie is one half of the dynamic duo known as uh, uh, the Bogashes. They are. You know, in many ways, they're they're lifesavers for me. They've been my lifeline. Uh, they actually found me at a time in my life when um, I just didn't, I wasn't at the best place in my health. Um, it just it wasn't a good place for me, and so I am so appreciative, forever indebted to them. And uh, Leslie, I wanted you to come on because you know many many of our listeners may know my experience with Biggest Loser, and uh, you know they know about the famous trainers, one of which was Jillian Michaels. And I like to joke that Ryan, your husband, is my Bob Harper, but you, Leslie, are my Jillian Michaels. <laughs> so I get to slap you around sometimes, right? <laughs> you do. You do, because I'm a little hard-headed. I'm a little hard-headed, and I need that tough love. So, um, Leslie, I wanted to kind of get you on here a little bit to talk to some folk, especially those who are saying, you know what, I'm at the third quarter, I mean, the first quarter of, um, you know, I set these resolutions for myself January one. Uh, I want to get my health together, and it's like I'm kind of fading a little fast, right? Mm-hmm. What is some advice that you would give to people like that or who is saying, you know, I really I, I want to get this back into, um, you know, I feel like I may have missed an opportunity. Uh, what are some things you would say to them? So really, a lot of people make resolutions like on December 31st or the first week of January, and the motivation dies down. So they'll do be going strong all through January. They're trying this. A lot of people, the first thing a lot of people really go to do in January is go to the gym. But the problem is you can't exer- out-exercise your fork. So <laughs> if you're going to the gym, but you're still putting a whole bunch of unhealthy foods in your body, and then you really don't have any motivation to keep going to the gym because you're not seeing real results on the scale, it makes you kind of just say, oh, I'll try it again another day or I'll wait for Monday and then all of a sudden it's March and like where we live it's sunny obviously but like I'm from Baltimore and you know when March comes in like where I'm from we start seeing like 
spring is finally coming. Summer is around the corner. The pandemic maybe is loosening a little and I want to go on like a vacation in the summer Mm -hmm. and I don't want to put on vacation type clothes. So what I want you to know is like, it doesn't matter that you, you know, you lost your way January, February, just start now, start making healthier choices. Mm. Now talk to us about that a little bit because, all right, so somebody may be saying, well, it's not so much my weight that I'm worried about, but it, you know, I I have other addictions or I have other, (laughs) other Mm -hmm. things that I need to, to work on. And how do I, you know, kind of work on that as it pertains to, you know, getting my mind wrapped around what it is that I need to do? So honestly, Michael, like all of the years that I, you know, I never, I never went on the biggest loser, but I had like many, many turns around this game of losing weight, gaining it back, losing weight, gaining it back. So mm-hmm. for me, mindset had a change around mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. but mindset had a change around what I wanted in my life and mm-hmm. what I didn't. So it's, you know, it doesn't matter what the vice is. Some people turn towards drinking to like, you know, a lot of people turn to drinking last year that maybe never drank before or binge watching so much TV that you forget to live your own life. Whatever that is, you have to decide that there is, it's never too late, but like it's time to change because tomorrow is not promised for anyone. So, um, you know, as you know, Michael, I lost 76 pounds. It was over six years ago, Mm -hmm. but what I, what, what happened to me in the inside is so much bigger than the weight loss. Mm-hmm. It all had to be mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to change some of the things I was doing, including leaving a job that just no longer served me. Mm. Well, and what, what got me, you know, what actually had me at Hello, and I want you to tell us a little bit more about that. What had me at Hello was, you know, I had done the weight loss. I mean, went on national television, lost a, a lot of weight, <laughs> a lot of weight mm-hmm, and, you gained, sure did. and gained every ounce back. They brought back friends, right. <laughs> that wanted to hang mm-hmm. out and, and check out the real estate. And, uh, what really, um, struck to me was the fact that you had lost the weight, but when I met you, it had been about five years and you hadn't found that weight back. Right. And so right. you were able to do something that allowed you to be able to maintain the momentum that you did. What, what was it that you did? Like what, what is it that that kind of fueled you and made you, you know, be as successful as you've been in that regard? So, like, Michael, with you, like, with Biggest Loser, I'm sure there was a lot of regret afterwards when you gained that weight back. And there was a lot of embarrassment, shame that comes with that. But I always applaud you for still always contending and trying and just going forward because otherwise you just totally stop trying. So, I'd stopped trying to lose weight for a few years because I, I kind of gave up. Mm-hmm. But then I realized, like, I was showing my – at the time I started losing my weight, my son was 13. Mm-hmm. I was showing – when you realize what you're showing your child in your actions, mm-hmm. that that really – like, I was showing my child, like, give up on yourself, work at a job that you hate, and that's pretty much what you do for your life. Mm-hmm. And when I could see I was showing him, like, that – it was like a monumental shift that life is too short to live that way. Mm-hmm. 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 But I also, you know, um, a lot of people, they're too busy, too busy, too busy to work on them. Mm-hmm. But some of the ways I worked on me was the podcast I listened to, the people I started surrounding myself with, mm-hmm. um, giving up TV shows that I used to love just because I was like, this is not moving me forward. Mm. So I started I started thinking about what could move me forward in my life. And I had a change and the change had to be me. I had to stop blaming this. Like 
um, when I was when I was young, I lost my brother to cancer at a very young age, and that mm-hmm. really affected like 25 years of my life, missing mm-hmm. him, eating food to try to stuff that feeling down. Mm-hmm. And when I finally like, I'll never be over missing my brother. But when I learned to to look at it through different eyes, once I started, you know, really working on my brain, mm-hmm. it just changed everything. Mm-hmm. You know, we I just had a headspace moment there, Leslie. I mean, that that right there was so important because what I heard in what you said was give yourself permission to work on you. Yeah. And that I mean, that actually that actually hit me. Like it, I'm I'm sitting there, I'm I'm kind of jacked up a little bit because I think a lot of times we tend to think that the most noble thing to do is help other people with what they're doing, and it's kind of like it's selfish of me. To be thinking yep. about myself, but when you actually said that, I mean, that was that was very a very powerful moment. So thank you for sharing that with us because that 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 actually that's that's good stuff. <laughs> that's real good stuff. So Michael, like on that note, you know how not that some of us haven't been on an airplane in quite a while, mm-hmm. but you know when you go on the airplane, they say, and if you have kids or if you're traveling with someone oxygen mask on you first Mm -hmm. because if you don't put that oxygen mask on you you're never really a hundred percent whole for anyone else so when I you know at the time I decided to do that oxygen mask it actually wasn't selfish I wanted to be the best wife the best mother the best daughter the best friend to my to my people Mm -hmm. and the only way I could do that was to put it on myself to start working on me so I could be there for everyone else long term you know so that's that's what we don't realize when we're always helping everyone else and putting everyone else's needs ahead of ours, um, that we're actually doing a disservice. Wow. Well, Leslie, I thank you so much for spending some time with us uh, today for dropping the nuggets as always y'all. I don't think y'all know this. Let me tell y'all something, Leslie and I, and even Ryan, we have a, uh, a Marco Polo thread and uh, every now and again, she'll just hit me on the Marco Polo with something. Sometimes it's something I want to hear. Sometimes it's something I don't want to hear, but always something that I need to hear. So, uh, Leslie, thank you so much for being willing to hang out with us for a few minutes today. You got any last Thanks, little thoughts Michael. that you want to give to anybody or or just uh, uh, yeah, any um, wishes? Just, my, my biggest thing is you're never too young or too old to make a change. Sometimes when we get to a certain age, we think this is just the way it's always going to be and you can't, you can't break free. I turned 50 last year and you're never, you know, I I've helped, I've helped people from 12 all the way up to 92 Mm -hmm. and um, it's never too late. And uh, Michael, thank you so much for allowing me to um, talk this morning. You know, I love talking to you. I love hearing your laughter to start my uh, day and, uh, yeah, just, uh, I appreciate it. Thank you, L Money. Tell Ryan, I said, what's up, dude? And I'll hit y'all up a little later on today. All right, talk to you soon. All right, Bye. y'all take care now. Thanks for hanging out with us. Focused on photo, versed in video, for any media brings visions to life from headshots to family shoots, casual candids to structured scenes. Our team can provide whatever you need. In Baltimore, you may have seen us at local events such as the Poly City Tailgate or the Randallstown Romp. You can find us on all social media platforms at the number four, Any Media. For any media, for anything, contact us so we can create your next project. That was good. That was good stuff. I man. think it was better than good. That was actually great. I agree. And I appreciate Leslie because I took away from that that self-preservation is what you need to take care of. And that's something that was one of the tenets that my father preached over and over again. So mm. thank you, Leslie. 
Thank you, Leslie. Thank you, th thank you so much. Woo, I tell you what, uh, talking about uh, improving ourselves, uh, you all know that I, I like to keep my circle around folk that can actually, uh, they, they make me better. I am the better for it uh, when I'm in the company. Many times they think that they're, you know, they're, they're doing what they're doing, and I want them to know that I am a better man for my relationships. And uh, this next guest is, he is another one of those people that I am so glad is in my circle Man by the name of Rodney Barris. What's happening, brother Rodney? Hello, hello, everyone. Hello, brother Mike. How are you, man? And I'm good, man. It's good to hear your voice, brother. Good to hear your Thank voice. You. Thank you. So man. you, you, I, I want you to tell the people a little bit about. I was uh, flipping through Facebook, and uh -huh. um, as is always the case when uh, <laughs> you know, you know, when I see see my peeps out there doing things, I always you know try to take a, 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 a just a gander at what they're working on. And uh -huh. you are working on a project. I noticed it's, uh, it's called the Teen Vir Virtual Teen Summit. Yes, 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 Mike. So back in the day, I don't, I don't know if your listeners are little young teeny boppers or if they got a little bit of season on them like us, man. But um, <laughs> in the in a, in a 90s, um, some of the music channels on cable, on cable television uh, hosted an event called Teen Summit. Right. And so Teen Summit was all about bringing young people together uh, who were just at that age where they are, they were about to enter uh, the ability to buy a house, the ability to move out, the ability to, you know, not have to go to school mm -hmm. um, and all of that stuff. And so let's bring them together and just expose them to the topics that they hear floating around. But how do we get them engaging in them? Because they're they're literally next up. And that was great for some years. It kind of fell away. Mm -hmm. TV media has changed. And so now this global situation that we're in has given all of us the ability to sit down, to reflect, to think. And out of that environment, out of that warm atmosphere can be idea. Why don't we engage that again? So I get to be a part of this team. Uh, we're going to have some conversations about it. Um, I'm gonna so Mike, I don't know if you know this man, but the young folks today got a word called simping. Have you heard of this word? No, what is that word? Simp, right? So simping is when you are in your feelings, man. Right? You simping. are something has touched your heart. Yeah, man. And you are reminiscing, you playing sad songs, like you stalking people's social media, IG, Facebook, <laughs> Twitter accounts. And 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 uh, normally it's like you're too good, you're too nice, and you keep getting taken advantage of. Hmm. And so I'm a I'm a play on that, but I'm really going to talk about how do we develop ourselves, right? How do we tap into the God-given gifts, talents, strengths that we all have, right? That he that's imbued with us just by being born, right? Mm -hmm. How do we tap into that so that we can kind of get out of this? Uh, so we can stop simping, right? So I'm gonna play around a little bit. They're gonna laugh at me because I'm gonna sound old, Mike. I'm gonna sound <laughs> real old. But... <laughs> you know, Roddy, though, what I pre always appreciate about you was that you do keep it together, man. Like you, there are times where I'll be like, what is he about to do with this? And then all of a sudden you do, and I'm like, dude, like that is just amazing. So I have no doubt that you're not Thank gonna be you, impactful with that man simping. All right, that you get you giving us something. Now, now Roddy, we aren't gonna get get beat up by anybody if we start talking to people, people and talk about simping already. Stop a, simping. Stop simping. Stop simping. Now, uh, 
But you're going to sound like me, Mike. I, you're going to sound I was talking. My niece called me, and I had her on speakerphone. She's in middle school, 13, something like that. Uh-huh. And my kids were around. They're, they're older. They're teenagers, right? And so she asked, you know, you know, Uncle Rodney, can you send me to such and such or whatever? And I was like, yeah, girl, I'll send it to you. Stop simping. And they all looked, all of them looked at me, my kids in my face and my girl on the phone. They was like, that, dad, is not how you use. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to mess it up. I'm going to mess it up. But they're going to laugh. We're going to laugh in fun, man. That's it. Bring it together. So you know what? You brought back some memories, man, because I'm thinking about Teen Summit, because I think we used to watch it on BET. Mm-hmm. Man, Teen yes. Summit was good that stuff. Was, that yeah, was good man. stuff. It was. it was good stuff. And I appreciate that. And right before we went on air today, we uh-huh. were actually talking about being a kid growing up and the issues, like uh, I think Chris was even talking about, you know, he just feels bad for his grandkids mm. because it's a different world it's than different what world. we had to had we. World. What are some things that you're seeing, man? That 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 may be different from because I think our listeners need to hear that. I think that yeah. you know we hear, you know, we 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 make, you know, we try to say things the proverbial back in my day, you know, oh. y'all are y'all are. <laughs> Y'all are weak now because you know uh-huh. y'all aren't y'all don't have to deal with the things that we had to deal with. But talk to us a little bit about what is it that you're seeing, yes. especially as you're doing this work. Well, one of the things that I'm seeing that's that's a positive is there's this movement towards embracing people that are different. Mm. And I remember Mike when I when I got to college, man, back when we first hit that college scene, you know, late '90s, early 2000s. I, I was first introduced to the concept that uh, there was some folks that thought it was biblically sound to have slaves, to, you know, ha- you know, have a difference between black people and white people. And, and I never even was aware of that concept. I was aware that, you know, many, many, many years ago, hundreds of years ago, the ideas around Christianity and all of that stuff was presented with the Bible in one hand and like the sword or the weapon in the other hand. And I was Mm. like, man, how did our folks ever come to embrace the love of God, you know, in a, in this way when it was presented like that. Right. I really Mm kind of, I really kind of was working with that man. Mm -hmm. And, um, so years later, um, what is it? Uh, Nikki, Nikki Giovanni, Mm -hmm. the phenomenal, uh, Mm -hmm. activist and leader and poet. She came to our college, um, Little known fact about Nikki Giovanni. So this is this is for your listeners, Mike. Okay. Nikki Giovanni has a tattoo on her arm that says "Thug Life." Nah, no, she doesn't. Stop lying. On that yes, one. she absolutely. Thug Life like does. Tupac. Thug Life like tattoo. Tupac. <laughs> and literally to order. Wow. In her, literally to order. So anyway, she came. Um, she came to the. She came, came to Hopkins. Yeah, man. She came to Hopkins, bro, and um, she she uh, repeated this quote. I don't think she wrote it, but she repeated, you know, they came for this group of people and I didn't care because they wasn't me. They came for that group of people and I didn't care because they wasn't me. Then they came for me and there was no one left to help. Mm-hmm. That touched my heart, bro. Right. That's that mm-hmm. has stuck with me all of this time. Mm-hmm. And so seeing this movement towards embracing animals, right, embracing mm-hmm. Uh, how social media has made the world small, how people can share a freaking TikTok dance in Costa Rica, Peru, California, Alabama, mm-hmm. you know, just really, really seeing how people are embracing that, hey, we all in this together. It it looks different than what I was taught, right? I was, I was taught hard lines between a lot of different stuff, mm-hmm. but seeing people choosing to open up 
their hearts and embrace mm. people has been a phenomenal movement, man. And and one of the things, not to get all extra deep, man, because it stands out to me about, I kind of mentioned the Lord and the Bible and God like three or four times. Am I going to get in trouble? You about to kick me off of here? No, my gosh, I... no. Okay, Absolutely not. Right, we, right. we love the Lord and the Bible and God All right, okay, <laughs> right. I didn't, want, I didn't want you to beat me up later. Like, why no, are you messing not at with all. my You're royalties? All good. That's all good, so, man. He's... No, you're good. <laughs> Chris, hey, Chris, you're going to kick me out, man. you going to kick me out, man. I don't want to mess with Mike's money. Um, so, so, Chris, man, one of the things that the Jesus said to us, right? He was like, listen, those commandments are great. They serve their purpose, right? But it can really be summed up in two things. Love the Lord with everything you got, every little bit of you, the best you can from the bottom of your heart. I'm paraphrasing, but y'all mm-hmm. feeling me. And then mm-hmm. he said, the second one is just like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Mm-hmm. And what I was taught, Mike, is to love your neighbor. Mm-hmm. What I wasn't taught was the as yourself part. So how do I love you if I don't really care if everything about me is bad, dirty, self-sacrifice, I'm worthless, I don't really take time to self-care, I don't take PTO off my job, I don't eat right, I don't, I don't, you know, go to sleep on time, I don't get enough rest, I don't drink no, like, all, I don't, how in the world do I do that, that for you? I can't, I can't follow that commandment, dog, yeah. like, not even yeah. on a, like, deep, like, literally just yeah. as, equal to and so by principle you can't right right and so i've really just been embracing this whole idea that self-care is important and as i have that right Mm -hmm. as i get better in understanding how to love and care for myself then i have something to give then i know how to look for that in others then i know how to love you as myself so seeing these young people with their little simping and their little tiktoks and all of that (laughs) stuff opening their hearts, their minds, their ideas to say, you know what? My circle is a little bit bigger than just me. My circle includes my family, my neighborhood, my school, my side of town, my city. Shoot, people in Costa Rica and and Nigeria. Seeing that movement, Mike, does my heart good. And I'm so honored to be a part of it, man. Man, that's, oh gosh, we could could probably spend all day with this, man. We got to get people connected to the Virtual Teen Summit, man. Yeah, man. Especially where, me, because I have a teenage son that needs to be involved in this. Yes, man. Yeah, so yes, how can, where do we need to go to get information about this? I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to make it real easy, man. My name is Rodney C. Burris. Everything okay. about me online uh, on social media is Rodney C. Burris. YouTube, okay. Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, um, IG, like you name it, RodneyCBurris.com. Okay. If any of your folks might hit me up and uh, what what's... what's What's your hashtag? Do you use Headspace? Headspace DM. Headspace DM. Okay. All right. So if they, if any of your people hit me up and they either mention you Mm -hmm. or they mention this team summit, Mm -hmm. not only will I connect them to all of the, you know, how to get linked up and registered and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I have a, I I have a a free book that I've been giving out to certain of my groups Mm -hmm. and I'll give it to your people too, man. Man, that's awesome, man. That is very generous of you. Uh, I, oh, man, we're, we're going to talk offline then, too. So, Absolutely. perfect, brother. Thank you for um, spending some time with us, sharing with us. Thank you, man. When is the Teen Summit again, real quick? What date? Teen Summit is coming up in a couple... Don't do this to me, Mike, because oh. I'm about to run to New York. It's like so March 20-something. 20, so 20 it's 20-something. We'll, we'll make sure that people know... Uh, 
in Instagram and stuff. I, I'll get it it's, as we close it's the out. 20, it's, it's the 25th. It's the 25th. And then okay. I'll be in Houston doing a summit. And then I'm literally, as soon as we hang up, I'm running out the door and shooting to New York. Man, so let's good, do it, brother. Have a trip, brother. We love you, man. And I'll holler at you later. Safe travels, man. Chris, Mike, thank you. Thank you, guys, man. All right, man. Take care. All right. Peace. Headspace with Dr. Mike Show on all social media platforms at Headspace DM. We want to keep you up to date on all of our hot topics and keep the dialogue going even after the show. We also value what's important to you and your community. DM your show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook. The next time you log on, you may hear Dr. Mike discussing the very topic or issue close to your heart. Make sure you check out the Virtual Teen Summer. We're going to make sure our uh, Instagram, Facebook, give you some info on that. Make sure you reach out to them. Uh, you want to get that free gift from Rodney. Rodney is a great brother, as is the other guest, John Sharon, Leslie Bogas. We had a great show today. Definitely. Woo, I tell you what, I think there was a common theme. One of the common themes <laughs> was you got to take care of yourself. Got to. And not in a selfish way, but it's time to take care of what you, because you're no good to anybody else if you don't take care of yourself. Yeah, I mean, you, you just... Like that was exactly what my father used to say. It yeah. was self-preservation. You can't. You're no good to listen, anybody else if you're not listen, good for yourself, man. Listen, listen, listen. We got to do that, y'all. So I wish you all the best. Those of you here, uh, getting ready to s- spring forward tomorrow. Go take. You know, don't take a nap today. That way you can sleep well tonight. <laughs> I'll go to bed early. Be, it's gonna be a <laughs> short night. <laughs> But in the long run, it's going to be nice. You know what? I wish you God's many blessings and peace upon each and every one of you. Till we shall meet again. I love y'all. Y'all can't do nothing about it. Till next time, headspacers. See y'all around. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to Headspace with Dr. Mike. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to follow us on social media at Headspace DM to continue the dialogue with other headspacers regarding today's show. Everyone is filling their headspace with something. The question is, what are you filling yours with? Tune in next week.